Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. Join me as we have a real life discussion on how to change your life by changing your thoughts. Remember, question everything, trust yourself, and find your truth. Welcome to the Create What You Speak podcast. My name is Sloan Fremont, and I'm your host. This week, we're going to be talking about recovering from censorship. Before we get into that, though, I just want to remind you, I do have a new show every Monday that goes live on webtalkradio.net. Um, I actually missed last week because I was sick, but I'm back on schedule now, so look for a new show every Monday. Also, all of my recent shows have been moved to my Gab TV channel, and that's under Sloan Fremont on Gab TV, and I will link to that in the show notes for you. And I've been talking about this for several weeks, but I do finally have everything lined up again to start my reality management series. And so what I do with those is in, every, in between each show, there's always a lot of things that come up that I want to talk about. So these are little quick segments that I'll be adding to my Gab TV channel that um, just address some of those things and help us all navigate our reality. So look for those. I'll link again to all this in the show notes. All right, so let's get into this topic this week of recovering from censorship. Um, this is something that I think is, I mean, to say it's a big deal is, is an obvious understatement, but the the impact of this, the impact of censorship is not being talked about right now. It's not being addressed. It's not being, yeah, we're, we're talking about it from the anger level, but we're not really talking about it from what it's doing like to people's psyches, right? What it's doing to a human being, to their soul, to, to essentially be canceled in because of what they think or because of what they're saying. And so I, there's just so many things to say about this, but as I was thinking through how I wanted to express my thoughts on that this week. I was thinking back to when social media first came out back like, I don't know, I think this was like 12 or maybe, I don't know, 15 years ago now. I, I can't remember exactly, but I remember it was MySpace and Facebook were starting. And I remember back when MySpace started, like I loved MySpace. And my favorite thing about that was you got to pick a song. So if somebody came to your website, like your MySpace page, then the song would play. And I just thought that was like the coolest thing, obviously loving music like that for me was like, I thought it was so cool. And then I remember everybody started shifting over to Facebook and I was like, I don't like face. I don't like this. Like I like MySpace, but nobody was on MySpace. So I'm like, all right, fine. I'll go to Facebook. And so, you know, over the years it was cool, right? You could connect with all these people from previous times in your life, right? Like high school or college, or, um, if you worked at different places, right? It made this network that was awesome where you could like know what everybody was doing at all times, right? And then it was really cool when you got to like check in somewhere, right? You're you're flying somewhere or you're at a restaurant somewhere or you're checking in and then that whole checking in thing became a thing about like trying to like one up other people or right like it it was about like showmanship almost, right? And then I remember like when my parents and my aunts and uncles got on Facebook and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" Like 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 older people are on this now like okay and so then I remember when that happened is when almost like I started feeling like I was I started censoring myself 
And that was my own personal choice. But it was, you know, up until then, I had been pretty much being very reckless and free on social media, as I think most of us were in the beginning, right? We didn't really, we didn't care, right? We wanted people to know, right? Know what we're doing. I, I want this out there. See me. See what I'm doing. I'm here, right? I'm doing this. And no matter what this was, right? And then, and then I, for me, I remember when it became like family, right? And like I said, and so then, I started thinking, like, I don't want them to know what I'm doing, or I don't want them to know what I think, or, oh, wow, my family member thinks this, like, we've never talked about this before, but now I know that they feel this way about whatever topic, right? And so then, over the years, right, this is going on, and, you know, the past several years, back even when I started this podcast, I remember I didn't want to do a Facebook page for the show because I didn't want to keep up with it. I didn't want to have a group where people just sat on Facebook and, like, chatted about things all day like I didn't like that like I didn't like that back in my blogging days that's one of the reasons why I wanted to stop but it it seemed that that was part of the package right if you did anything if you had anything where you put yourself out there being on social media was part of the package and you you just had to be there or there or you were just like completely missing out right and I didn't do it (laughs) I mean I did it but I didn't I didn't do it like I set up the page but I didn't do anything with it I posted things every once in a while like when I tried to force myself, but there was no, it wasn't providing me value and I wasn't offering value for anybody else. I'm like, if they want to find me, right, here I am. I'm on the podcast. This, this is how you can hear and, and listen to what I have to say. And so I remember back then even feeling like, I don't want to be on these sites anymore, but I don't know what else to do, right? I don't know what else, like, this is the thing. This is what people are doing, but I don't want to be here. And then I just stopped posting for, I mean, I don't know how long, I I couldn't even tell you, like, I think probably three or four years. I mean, maybe every once in a while someone would tag me, but I I never posted on Facebook because I didn't find it valuable. There was nothing of value. Every time I was looking on that site, I'm like, there's nothing here that's helping me. Like, why do I keep doing this? Right. And so then it, um, you know, towards the end of this last year and then into 2020, I was finally at my end with it. I'm like, no, knowing what I know about this and, No, I'm out. I'm done. And it took it sad. I'm sad to say, but it took a little bit longer than I would like to admit to actually cancel my account. But I did. And it's done. It's gone. Like, I don't have the account anymore. But thinking through that, that evolution, right, of how how a social media site captured people from, you know, so young, right, probably way too young to be on social media, all the way up to people like in their 90s and 100, right? that span of the human population being on one social media site to connect with people and everybody having their different reasons for that, right? Some people doing it for business, some people just wanting to stay connected with friends or family or or whatever the reason was. But, but the drive or the, um, like the, uh, the expectation was that that's just what you do, right? That's just what you do. And then all the other accounts along the way that got tied into that, right, with our login, right? Like Spotify, you had to, when they first were set up back way when I ever set my account up, you had to have a Facebook account and that's how you logged in. And there were so many other accounts that that would do this, right? Then it was being made to, um, you know, sound like a convenience thing. But then if you think back on that kind of stuff, uh, and then you try to untangle all that, right? Like try to untangle all those logins and recreating stuff, right? It, it becomes a problem. I mean, it's a big problem because we, these things happen incrementally over time, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit at a time over these 12 or 15 years or whatever it is. And all of a sudden one day the hammer went down 
and everything was censored. And not everything, but you, a big majority of information was censored. The, the, the hammer went down and that was it. It was no gradual introduction to censorship. It was no like, um, you know, like the buildup to, to using the site was slow and gradual and became slowly ingrained. The, censor, the, the hammer dropped down with censorship and here you are, accept it. This is how this is going to be. And I think most people are looking around like, like, is this reality? Like, like, what do I do with this? Right? Like, I don't even understand how to navigate this. And I've been struggling with this greatly myself. And I feel like, you know, what I've noticed in my own life, like, I mean, the obvious, there's so many things we could get into on this. And, and I don't even know. <laughs> I don't want this to get censored. So I'm not, I'm not going to get too far down the track on this, um, which I hate even having to say that. But it's creating a vacuum in a way that I think we all knew would happen, but actually experiencing the vacuum has been really difficult. I think for me, at least maybe you're finding this too, because it's like, there's, there's so many levels to that, right? Like it's, it's, it's cutting off someone's existence, right? It's cutting off someone as if they never even existed in, in online, like, um, you know, somebody who maybe had a large following or, or didn't, or, had thoughts that they put out there or whatever it was, whatever it was, right? It, 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 it's eliminating a segment of the population as if they've never existed. And then it's creating this other piece of the puzzle or whatever you want to call it, where one voice is dominating, okay, which we knew that was going to happen. We knew that was coming. We knew that was a threat. But to actually experience it, is a whole other level of, of fucked up, fucked up, this or whatever the word is of what we've gone through over the past year. Because not only is this cutting out people, right? It's, it's making as if people didn't even exist. It's, it's trying to understand how to do that. Like, how do we live with that? How do I, what do I even do about this? This is what I find that I'm, talking to a lot of people about right now and everybody has the same question. What do I do about this? What, what can I do? Right. What can I even do? And it feels often very, um, for me at least pointless, hopeless, like, like, like what is it going to end? Like what, what's it going to take? Like, well, I don't understand how this domino happened. Like so fast. And it's just, here we are. And everybody, like I said, it feels like everybody's looking around like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. How do I navigate this? How do I even live in this reality right now, knowing all of this? And I'm still finding my way through this, like struggling through this. I'm still, I, I don't have all the answers. I don't claim to. But what I just wanted to bring up this week or, or point out was this, this need to recover from censorship, right? There is a need for us to recover from having our voices silenced. Okay, there is a need for us to be able to navigate having our voices silenced. There is a need for us to, as a human being, to pick ourselves up if this has happened to you or if it happens in the future, pick ourselves up and be able to say, wait a minute, no, my voice does matter. I still, I'm still here. I'm still, no matter what is going on, like this, this doesn't, this doesn't make me go away. This doesn't make my thoughts end. This doesn't make, um, 
what I have to say not true, right? There, and there's a need for us all to understand this and, and figure out a way to navigate it. So I think like I was saying, when I've talked to a lot of my friends, it's like everybody is, is kind of saying that same thing because nobody knows quite what to do. And again, I don't claim to have all the answers. That's something I'm exploring over the next, you know, as we go through this. And I'll probably be addressing that on the shorter reality management videos. But there was something I read that I wanted to share with you as a way to think about this, as a, a way to think about recovering from censorship. And this is from a person that writes a, a blog called Corey's Digs. And the I found this person through a, 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 a article they wrote that was called 30 Big Hoaxes That Are Perpetrated on the American People. So she, this, I think it's a she. She went through like 30 different things that have probably been called consp- conspiracy theories somewhere along the way. But she went through those and, and demonstrated how they were um, lies, how they were lies told to the American people. And at the end of that article, she talks about, it's kind of like the what next of like what we're talking about here. Like what, what next? Like, what do I do with this? How do I navigate the scam? That's what I keep saying. And I'm probably going to do a reality management quick blurb on this a little more too, but navigating the scam because so many scams simultaneously going on right now that we're having to navigate. But she says this at the end of the article. And she's talking about, again, like, what do we do with this? Now that I know this information, what do I do with this? And so she says, are there constraints? Do they make it difficult that even, do they make it difficult given that they have infiltrated and control nearly all things one touches, explores, or requires on some level? Yes, they do. But, and this is a big but, much of it can be navigated, circumvented, overpowered, or worked around. You must be creative. Have faith in yourself and learn how to function within a corrupt system. While it's on the pa- learn how to function within a corrupt system while it's on the path to being cleansed. After all, you've been doing it your whole life. The difference is now your eyes are open, so your choices are just expanded. And this is a good thing. And I, I read that, and I at first I it provided relief to me. Like it made me feel like, okay, yes, like there is an answer to this because I keep feeling like I'm hitting up a brick wall. But then on the other side of this, I'm like, fuck, I don't know how much more I can do of this kind of stuff, right? Like just being creative and learning how to function within this corruption. But I I don't know what the other alternative is, right? And so I think now that we know this information, now that we know we've seen this censorship, now we know and understand this, this internal you know, requirement to learn how to recover from this. I think this being creative, having faith in yourself and learning how to function within a corrupt system while it's on its path to being cleansed is, is, is really a good way to reframe this and look at this, um, and help us to understand choices because that's really what it's all about right now is choices. And sometimes it doesn't seem like we have choices because we've been in these vacuums or we've been in these like, um, like these, uh, you know, one track mind about things. But I think this is one of the ways that we recover from this is figuring out these choices and learning how to getting creative and learning how to navigate them. And we're resilient. Human beings are resilient. And I know we're all sick of being resilient and we're all sick of having to find ways to be resilient. Cause I'm with you. I'm there. I'm, I'm, I'm over it too. But 
I don't know that they're at, at this time. I, I think this is how we get out of this is finding these creative choices. It's, it's, it's choosing first off, it's choosing to even decide to find other choices, right? And not just go along with the status quo, not just accept it for what it is, not just like lay down and give up, right? And not just accept that your voice isn't important because that's not true. Every single human on this earth, their voice is important. Every single one of us. And none of us should go quietly into the night on this topic of censorship, right? All of our voices matter, no matter who is trying to tell us it doesn't. So I think one action that we can do after this is if you're thinking about doing something creative or, or learning how to function within a corrupt system, supporting places that value free speech are key. It is, it is critical right now to be able to support those places to make sure that they keep going. And if we think about social media online, the, the only two places that I really know right now, and if there's others, please tell me because I'm, I'm happy to um, you know, talk about it and, and promote them. But the only two I know are Gab in their their whole platform and their Gab TV with their um, their videos, and I believe Clout Hub. Now I'm not I have an account there, but I don't really use it that much. But from what I read, it seems they are promoting free speech. But um, Gab for sure, for sure, they've been at this five or six years. They've they've fought the battles. They've didn't quit. So. So I, I so that is one thing that is one action item I wanted to say if you if you feel like um, you know you're sick of this and you you're you know you're you're not ready to give up you want to find the creative choices you do have faith in yourself and you do you you do believe that um, you have choices and that we can all learn how to function in this um, that was one thing I wanted to talk about this week as it relates to recovering from censorship so I know this is a tough topic if you have thoughts on this or if you've experienced this or if you'd like to come on the show and talk about it I'd love to have you on uh, you can email me Sloan Fremont at pm.me my website is sloanfremont.com I'll also link to all my um, my telegram channel and my gab channel and my gab tv channel in the show notes so you can reach out to me and connect with me on there Okay, so that's it this week on the topic of recovering from censorship. Again, I would really love to hear from you on this. Um, so please reach out to me and just share your thoughts. Let me know what you think. And all right, so that's it. Remember, question everything, trust yourself, and find your truth.